It's seven o'clock, it's Tuesday, and it, it's time for Uproot on Air. Brought to you by East Broadcast Network, EBN, in association with Uproot INC and KNFK Services. And as always, I'm your host, Antoine Dean. The world has seen how ugly America can be. Although this problem has existed since its inception, and it has existed in the world since governments have created policies and laws that are unfair and unjust to everyone but just a select few. So we will be talking about what has happened since the coronavirus became the pandemic that it has become and the deaths of two black Americans, Rihanna Taylor and George Floyd within the last month and the impact that their deaths have had coupling with all the others that have come before them. Like we have said time and time again, there is a need for uprooting and a revamping and a re-changing of this system that does not work for everybody. So sit back, relax, and just listen, and hopefully you'll learn something in the next half hour with me and Uproot on Air. talk about the fact that there are a lot of organizations out there that are working on similar things that we're trying to do police reform justice for everybody and there are a lot of organizations out there to take note of and I just want to say thanks to everybody out there that's doing the part but we have to do more I have to do more with working with this organization I want to help Uproot become bigger than what it is. And I know that takes time. It takes more people <clears throat> knowing more about the organization. That's one of the reasons why we do this podcast. But I spent almost 20 years in law enforcement. And I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. I know that there are other 
uh, officers out there. Uh, shout outs to uh, Sergeant Cheryl Dorsey, who's in LA doing her thing. And shout out to uh, Merritt Lee and the Grassroots Program. I would like for us all to be able to link up, to share ideas, to collaborate, to do what we're all trying to do collectively together is to change the face of this system because the system does not work for everybody. But in order to do that, the system has to be uprooted. It has to be changed from the inside out. And we have different views about what we can do to do that. But at the end of the road, it's all the same. It's just a journey to get there. So this is me saying, I work for an organization called Uproot, and I'll reach out to you guys to help to expedite this issue with the insight that I have from being the inside of it. My personal experiences and my professional experiences is why we're doing it this way. And I want to reach out and I hope they want to reach out to this organization and say, let's work as a team to fight this injustice. So on March 13, 2020, Brianna Taylor, who was a 26 year old African female who just happens to be a part of America, an African-American female, was a medical technician who was shot by the Louisville Metro Police Department. And the reason why she was shot because they served a no-knock search warrant. And her boyfriend, who, like all men would do if somebody invaded their house, would have a weapon and shoot at the person invading into the house. He didn't know it was the police. And the police, when they have a no-knock search warrant, they don't enter without giving a warrant. And there's a list of other reasons why they say that. So they're trying to say that the house that she lived in or the apartment that they lived in was a suspected drug house because of one um, particular incident that happened. The LMPD investigations were searching for two people who are already in police custody and suspected of selling controlled substances from a drug house more than 10 miles away. One of the people in custody, his name was Jamarcus Glover, and had a prior relationship with Taylor. The search warrant included Taylor's residence because of that individual. And that's why she was killed, because of a past relationship that they didn't get into about what type of relationship it was. She could have been a friend of this guy. But because she knew this guy, and he just was supposed to be a suspected drug dealer, they decided to issue a no-knock search warrant. And as a result, this young lady was killed because of an association that she had, not because she actually did something. First of all, if you're going to issue a no-knock search warrant on a on a unrisky house, it's not a drug house. It wasn't known for any um, past history of actually anybody running drugs in and out of. So it was this scenario already started out bad, and it ended bad. Law enforcement has to change. Period. The system that's set up, that's created the system for law enforcement to do these types of things has to change. The policies have to change. The people have to change. It's not enough just to change the policy. The people in it have to actually change because those same people are the ones that created the policies that created the environment for it to exist in the first place. And that's what a real underlying problem is. It's just not enough for us to change policies when the people who are still enforcing it will only do what they do. The narrative and the controller of the narrative can't be the same if it's going to be in everybody's benefit. It has to be equal across the board. And that's what we've been saying since Uproot's inception. 
as that is the major problem. It's not just the racism that comes along with it. Well, that's a big piece of it because if you say it's a racist system, then why keep the people who are racist in the system in the system? It has to all be uprooted and it has to be changed with an amount of people across the board that don't have biases to anybody based off of anything. And then the policies change so that we don't have incidents like what we have with Breonna Taylor, Michael Dean, Cameron Lamb, Tatiana Jefferson, Botham Jean, George Floyd, and the host of other people that have died because of this system is only working for the current creators and the narrative, narrators of it. So we as a community have to come together in the right mind frame with the right people in the right places doing the right things to offset and to fix, uproot, reorganize, even defund if that's what needs to be done. But law enforcement has to exist because crime is not going to stop because we defund police departments. So we have to change everything. All of it has to be removed, replaced and uprooted. Every little piece of it. And it takes time because it did not get to where it is now in a day. It took hundreds of years and a bunch of different laws and a bunch of different wrong kinds of people in place to get it to where it's at now. And it just perpetuates. But why Breonna Taylor and why George Floyd created a catalyst for it? In my opinion, I think because most people don't realize that George Floyd, well, they look at the George Floyd incident and they saw him being murdered. But we didn't forget about the woman that was killed in Texas last year around the same time frame, whose video was also posted in Texas with the officer who stalked her down. He shot and killed her and she suffered from mental illness. That should have been an uproar then because that was somebody's mother. That incident should have been just as big as what we're dealing with now because we watched her die also on a video. And the officer who has no regard, had no regard and has yet to be charged with anything. That's what we're fighting for. The people who don't get heard as well as the people who get heard. Because how many George Floyds and how many Breonna Taylors have we not heard about that go on notice that nobody fights for, that nobody protests for? And I'm not disagreeing with what's going on, but what I'm saying is it didn't just stop, just start, excuse me. It's been this way and we have to change it. We've been needing to change it. It shouldn't have taken it this long to get to its point that it is now. That's what we need to do. When we get back, we'll talk about it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the break. That's cool though. You cheat code, I level up. My niggas too finna triple up. You cheat code, I level up. My niggas too finna triple up. You cheat code, I level up. My niggas too finna triple up. There's no use having hoes closed and dope if I can't flip a book. You cheat code, I level up. My niggas too finna triple up. You cheat code, I level up. My niggas too finna triple up. You cheat code, I level up. My niggas too finna triple up. There's no use having hoes. So we're back from the break. 
I'm featuring music from the artist Killin' Fields. I want to support Killin' Fields because he has a situation that is unjust. He has been unjustly targeted and unjustifiably incarcerated for a crime he did not commit. So with efforts to help raise awareness for what we do, also raising money to help with his legal fees. So support Killin' Fields, K-I-L-L-I-N Fields, F-E-E-L-D-Z, on Spotify and iTunes. Download the album. Every time you play, the money goes towards his legal fees. Support the young man who's trying to do things. The music sounds good. I like it. He produced it, writ all of it himself, and put himself out there himself. Self-made man. But unfortunately, was put in a, a situation to where he was incarcerated for a crime he didn't commit. And that is a sad but true story for our African men in the community. And being in law enforcement taught me one thing is that if I didn't help to be the change, then I was a part of the problem. So my whole goal the whole time I was in law enforcement was to be the change, to offset the policies by being a good officer. And it took years Two years for me to understand that what the training teaches you, and yes, it is the training, regardless of what you hear, they're trained to do what they're doing. That's why it's all across the board. Think about it for this second. They're all doing the same things. They're using brutality. Force is used. They're taught to use that force. They're not taught to use brutality. That's the part where that person's personal interest comes in at. But they're all taught how to use brutality correctly. And they're taught when not to use it correctly. When, excuse me, they're taught when it's incorrect to use it. So the training is what is the problem. The training and the policies are what created the environment for the officer to exist inside of that pocket to do what they're doing. The policies dictate to do certain things versus the firing and the charging of immediately if there's a crime in place. That's the issue. That's the part that has to be changed as well as the people who created that paper for that officer to have the leeway to be able to do the things that they do. So it is the training. It's all of it. All of that has to be removed and uprooted with policies that are fair for everybody and a system that works for everybody. A removal and a replacement of everything that was at the beginning of it to now. So the rioting and all that stuff in my professional opinion, will only give them an excuse to do what they're doing to enact martial law, to make laws more stringent upon the community it's serving, supposedly. And its interest is that, is to change the complexity of it already to make it even harder for you and I to even breathe. So the way that you get that off the back is that you remove the backs that is sitting on. And that takes time and that takes managing it. And a lot of people don't want to do that part of it because that means removing and replacing the people in the partition of it right now. That's why we have situations like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor that still exist in this time frame. Because the 60s and the 70s now was just a band-aid. After they assassinated Martin Luther, Martin Luther the King Jr., nothing ever happened past the point they put a band-aid on it they assassinated the man and 
nothing happened afterwards. The laws didn't change. The people who created the laws never changed. They just amended the bad behavior and it continued to grow and fester and grow and fester and grow and fester until what we have today. Real change has never taken effect. Now they're talking about going back to your civil rights and trying to take those away from that by enacting martial law because you're angry and you're upset. I tell you, if we put ourselves in positions to where we're not subservient to those laws and those unfair practices and we create an environment that's better for everybody, that affects real change. But there has to be more people willing to do that hard part of it. The easy part is yelling and screaming and getting upset. That's easy. We all can do that. The next steps is what some of those other organizations are starting to take. And I commend them for that. There's always other pieces that needs to be done to create the environment that we need to change, to affect a real change. And that has to be done from the inside out, in my professional opinion. I've seen it, living it for almost 20 years, day after day. I tried to train it out of the officers that I knew that I was going to have problems with later on. That people who wanted to willingly violate people's Fourth Amendment rights because they had that uniform on. That uniform doesn't give you the right to be a piece of crap. You're supposed to want to help the people, but you can't fix that type of stuff. You can't fix those people. You can only remove those people and replace those people with people who can actually be taught to be better or who are better. You can't amend bad behavior by making a policy because somebody did a chokehold. Why does that even exist in the first place? Why does putting a knee on somebody's neck even exist in the first place? Why even create something that is so heinous and so wrong? How many times did the murderer of George Floyd get away with that? Derek Chavain, how many times did he do that? And it was undocumented. From sources that we have, he's done it at least 18 times where he's had uh, misconduct. And then the officers who were surrounding him didn't even take responsibility for not allowing that man to do that. That's where the problem comes in. That the training that they receive is so normalized that they don't do anything any different to stop officers like Derek Chauvin and the murderer of Tatiana Jefferson and the murderer of Michael Dean. All of those officers should have never made it past a certain point. But because the society is geared towards that type of environment for that officer to exist, that's the reason why we have to replace them. And if they don't get replaced, then we're going to continue to do what we're doing. If we don't change the people in the positions that allow these officers to exist and those policies to be created and to be minimized and it's okay for it to be what it is, then we're going to constantly be in that scenario. They have to be replaced. They have to be removed. And we'll be back after the break. player at the end of his rope. I'm stubborn and don't give a fuck, so no. I warm up and look from the knife from the coach. But I am my coach, so I guess it's a go. Pull off the warm-ups, touch your ass up for a triple double. Wipe the sweat from my brown little Gatorade. Come on, bitch, want some more? Watch you foul out, cause that's all you ever do to me, ho. Ain't always played by the rules either, but I straighten up like a soldier to see better results. 
sucks. I keep my composure as I get older. And I ain't trying now for So yes, what you have seen happen to George Floyd is simple, aggravated, and upsetting. He was murdered. It was unnecessary. And if you look at the video, which I know many of us have when I saw it, I just said to myself, this is what we've been fighting against. The murderer Derek Chavin or Chavon, however you say that man's name, or that murderer's name, just had no regard for his life. You watch the video the entire time, he doesn't care. He's got his hands in his pocket. He's talking um, to, to George Floyd like he's a five-year-old kid, and he Floyd is just saying, I can't breathe, and he's just not... He doesn't care. And that's what people are upset about. And they're supposed to be upset. But we don't want it to become another incident like this. So we have to do what we have to do to change. I said two or three years ago, there's going to take a major event to change case law. And this might be it. There's more organizations now. You've got Walmart saying now, oh, I didn't know racism existed, so we're going to donate them $100 million and you're going to shut a bunch of Walmarts down. But the people who work in the Walmart look like me. So how are they going to take care of their families if you close those Walmarts? Nike and Adidas and Lyft are doing the same thing as far as they know that the dollar in the black community is powerful. So they're sending out apologies and distancing themselves from what they consider to be racist behavior but all of this stuff existed years ago Kaepernick kneeled no one did anything about it now that the NFL is saying oh we're wrong no one wanted to listen to the organization that just popped out of nowhere no one wanted to listen to Cheryl Dorsey and now she's making waves because of what she's been saying with her book. The writing has been on the wall for a very long time. This organization said that law enforcement needed a facelift many years ago. But it doesn't matter who says it as long as it gets done, as long as it works itself out with the right people doing the right thing so if we can help make that a reality then we will and we'll do everything that we can in our power to make it a reality and we'll partner up with the organizations who have more access to things that can make real change that's what it's all about at the end of the day so that we'll not continue to have people murdered by officers who have no regard for anybody's life I don't care what color they are. If they don't care about people, they shouldn't be doing the job. It just so happens that the majority of these killings have been done by Caucasian men and Caucasian women who have been killing African-American men and women. That needs to stop. And 
And that's where the racist notions comes in at, rightfully so. But on the standpoint of law, it's hard to prove that he did that from a racist standpoint. A lot of you are going to disagree with that, and that's fine. But it's true. That's why he's being charged with murder, not racism, because that's not a law. That's an opinion. It may be the pushing point for why that man, that man, that murderer and the other murderers are doing what they're doing. So the organization for the last three years or the last four years or however long that we've been saying, get out of the faces, remove yourself, learn your laws, comply. Well, George Floyd did comply and he still was murdered. That's where the outrage comes in there because he, Derek Kevin Chavan, can't say that George Floyd was resisting arrest because there's evidence that showed him not doing anything. For nine minutes, he harassed George Floyd. He was handcuffed face down on the street. A Tatiana Jefferson was in her house playing video games. Michael Dean was driving down the street when a cop pulled a gun on him, had his finger on the trigger and shot him in the head. Those people were killed without having any reason for an officer to go back and say, well, I use this type of force because they did this. That didn't exist in any of those cases. So that's why we always teaching about the proper and the best practices with dealing with law enforcement. Unfortunately, you're going to get cracked eggs. But if you get a cracked egg and it results in real change because an officer did something that he had no reason for doing, he had no support from the law in this case or in those cases because he didn't have an amount of force that was reasonable for anything. He used deadly force on a man who's laying on the ground. They used deadly force on a woman who was playing video games. They used deadly force on a man who was driving a car and ran a red light. That's what matters, that the wheels start changing in the right direction. It sucks that it had to get to this point before people started to take notice of the fact that these officers are getting away with killing people but they've been getting away with killing people since law enforcement existed and that's why we have to change it we've lost millions of people to this type of environment and that's the reason why many of us have gotten in it we so we have to do many things we have to be the judges so that they get justice when you get these officers we have to be the officers we have to be the mayors. We have to be the attorneys like Mary Lee. We have to be the advocates. We have to be the sergeants. We have to be all of the pieces to the puzzle for our communities to be on a better playing field versus always being narrated. We need to become the narrators, the writers, the actors, and every little piece of it so that we won't have incidents like this. So that if there's a riot, we don't have police using riot gear because now the law has changed. Now we've got martial law in place versus the person that's in the position that sees this wrong says, you know what? Let's 
let peaceful protests happen. And anybody who decides to riot, who violates the law, then we'll deal with that accordingly, but not the ones who are protesting peacefully or never let it get to the point where it gets this far in the first place. That's what our future has to be like. So we have to learn what law enforcement is so that you know exactly what it's not. You have to learn that if an officer tells you to do something and you don't, you're going to get thrown on the ground. And if you get thrown on the ground and you're complying and you get killed or you get hurt, that officer would be charged accordingly. So they can't go back and say, you did this or I did that. That's what's been saving them up until this point. It's because they're always able to wiggle out of it by saying that they was afraid or you didn't do what I told you to do. So if I'm telling you to do what they're telling you to do and you still get hurt, that means two things. That officer had the intention to kill you in the first place, so it wasn't going to be anything that you did. And that's the reason why it has to be replaced. The system is not created or designed for other people who are not in control. And we have to fix all of it or we're going to always have them putting knees at our necks. Help us make a difference. www.uprootinc.com Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and help us by spreading information, listening to the podcast. I don't care who listens to the podcast. If the information is useful and you can use it to help fix these problems that this country has and the world for that matter but first here because this is where it affects us the most then do it but help us make a real change www.uprootinc.com stay safe out there as much as you possibly can and be safe always with this supposed pandemic and with all of the things that we have going on we have a lot in this 2020 has become a catalyst for everything. But we can make it out of it if we position ourselves. Stay strong, fam.
take your drug money and buy the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. Uh, I bought a BB12 engine. Wish I could take it back to the beginning. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like two million. That same building today is worth 25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. Light nigga, dog nigga, faux nigga, real nigga. Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, cold nigga, house nigga, feel nigga, still nigga. Still nigga. You wanna know what's more important than throwing away money in a strip club? Credit. You ever wonder why Jewish people own all the property in America? That's how they did it. Financial freedom, my only hope. Fuck living rich and dying broke. I bought some artwork for one million. Two years later, that shit worth two million. Two years later, that shit worth eight million. I can't wait to get this shit to my children. Y'all think it's bougie. I'm like, it's fine, but I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for 999. I turn a two to a four, four to an eight. I turn my life into a nice first week release date. Mm. Y'all here still taking advances, huh? My niggas taking real chances, uh You're on the gram, holding money to your ear There's a disconnect, we don't call that money over here yeah. Light nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga Rich nigga, poor nigga, house nigga, feel nigga Still nigga Still nigga Nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, cold nigga, house nigga, feel nigga, still nigga, still nigga.